Good evening. Good evening. Oh, this is good. <laughs> Hello, my name is Taiga Ito, and Soul san introduced me about the, our activities. So, uh, maybe again, but my name is Taiga Ito. I'm from Soto Zen Buddhism International Center. Our office is in San Francisco. And actually, our, our office is the affiliated office from Japanese Soto Zen headquarters. And our office is stand for the dissemination work. And what is a dissemination work? Is the, it's so simple. We are visiting Zen centers, and we talk with the members or priests in a Zen center. And we are sitting together, eating together, and spending time together. This is so simple work, but uh, actually our international center is only one office in San Francisco. That is our office. But actually, we have uh, Soto, Zen Buddhism, uh, Soto Zen Buddhism headquarters in Japan, has uh, four regional offices in Hawaii, North America, South America, and Europe. But our office, International Center, is just one. So that means we are going to visit the Zen centers all over the world. So basically, we are traveling, 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 traveling. And you know, in the world, there's uh, 20, there's, uh, they are open 24 hours. So actually, I have many, I have calls and some mails every day, every night. But uh, it's okay. That is my fun. <laughs> so anyway, today <clears throat> today I'm coming to talk about the. Keizan Zenji. You know the Keizan Zenji? He is actually the fourth ancestor of Soto Zen. I'm talking about Soto Zen is Soto Zen in Japan. So in a, in a ceremony you, ch you call the name Dogen Zenji, right? Dogen Zenji is the founder of Soto Zen in Japan. Then Keizan Zenji is a fourth Ancestor of Dogen Zenji from, from Dogen Zenji. And does anyone know, have you seen this sign, Soto Zen Buddhism? Yeah, I'm sorry for it's small. <laughs> Is there any? <laughs> Actually, we are using the Soto Zen, the symbol, two signs. One is on your left, is this family sign from Dogen Zenji. And one is on your left, is a family sign of Keizan Zenji. And in the Soto Zen in Japan, we, we say our worship is a Shakyamuni Buddha and the two ancestors. And these two ancestors, one is Dogen Zenji, and one is Keizan Zenji. And next year, 
Next is the 700th anniversary of Keizan Zenji. And why Soto Zen is worship these two ancestors? Because the Dogen Zenji, he was, he is a founder and he brought Soto Zen from China to Japan. And Keizan Zenji, at his point, he spread Soto Zen all over the Japan. That's why we, our worship is Shakyamuni Buddha and the two ancestors. Dogen Zenji and Keizan Zenji. And I'm telling about the how was his life. So, first of all, in Japan, there's a 15,000 Soto Zen temple in Japan, 15,000. But more than 13,000 is the lineage of Keizan Zenji. Keizan Zenji was born in 1268. Which is the which is the fifteen years later from Dogen Zenji's died. And age of eight years old, Keizan Zenji get into the Eiheiji. And five years later, when he was thirteen years old. He ordained. Then he became a priest. Then after that, he traveled all over the Japan to teach the Soto Zen. And when the twenty years, uh, twenty-eight years old, he was into the temple called Joman. Then he continued his teaching in a Jomanji. And the special point of him is the he, he teach, it doesn't matter about men, women, child, old, he doesn't matter. And he, there's his word, that word was in the 12, 91男子なりともまた女子なりとも彼のごとく仏道を得せばこれ長老なり。which means whether male or female if one is willing to learn and practice the teaching of the buddha that person should be liberated you know the liberated it's going to be a buddha and this particular word he said in 1291. You know, this, the present word we are talking about gender equality or, you know, gender thing, but the nearly seven years, 700 years old, he already said that. And he did that. And in fact, in his, in, in the record, they have, they, uh, he ordained two women. 
in the age. And when when the 1295, which is he was 28 years old, he got Dharma transmission from Tetsu Gikai Zenji. He was the third ancestor of Soto Zen. And one day, Tetsu Gikai Zenji asked him about the, what is Zen. And he said that the Zen is like a black snake in the darkness. Then, yeah, it's exactly like that. That's the Gikai Zenji asked him again, what is Zen? And he, he said that, when, he, he said that, when tea is served, drink the tea. When meals are served, eat the meal. Which means when you drink tea, you should wholly concentrate on the drinking tea. When you eat a meal, you should wholly concentrate on eating the meal. From that word, Tetsu Gikai Zenji, he decided he gave the transmission to him. So that time he was became false ancestor of Soto Zen. And that time also he got the transmission from Tetsu Gikai Zenji and also he got the robe of Dogen Zenji from the So he got the transmission and he got the robe and he became a force of Soto Zen Buddhism in Japan. Then, after that, he found one temple called Sojiji in Ishikawa Prefecture in Japan. So, this is that's why our, in Japan, our two head monastery is Eiheiji and Sojiji. And in the Sojiji, there's many, many young priests and students came to learn from Keizan Zenji. And he, yeah, in the Sojiji, there's many, many young priests was cultivated. And many of them going another, they are going out from Sojiji and spread the teachings all over the Japan. Because the Ishikawa prefecture, there is a port. So they are going to all over the world, all over the Japan by ship. But there's many priests spreading the Soto Zen teaching from Keizan Zenji, but especially two students, they were so great. 
One is called Gasan Joseki, and one is called Meiho Sotetsu. These two students was there. They made they made so many student, and also they made and that student made many temples in Japan. So, so that Soto Zen teaching and Soto Zen is spreading all over the Japan. And Keizan Zenji, he was, uh, he Actually, his thinking and what he did is that when he got the teaching, he is teaching to others. You know, they, he, once, once he got the benefit of the teaching or the meaning of the teaching, he's never, never hold that. He is just going to others, others, others. And where, and kind of this mind is transmitted to his student. So there's many words from Keizan Zenji, but the most of, most of them, most of the word is never talk about, never told about the one person. Every time he told, he talked about everybody, including you and everybody. For example, one word from Keizan Zenji, which is, those who teach and those who receive the teaching should unify their mind and establish a close and intimate relationship like fish in water and became unite for an eternity with trust and deep compassion like a family bound by blood. And actually this is about the Sangha. This word is about the temple. This word is about here. And also, another word. This word is from his, one of the famous book called Zazen Yojinki, which is the, the mind of Zazen. He said, always have, always have compassion and mercy in your heart and let the limitless benefit of Zazen be extended to all sentient beings. So, his mind and his spirit is always not into here. It's always going to be others. 
So that means in a Soto Zen in Japan. Dogen Zenji is teach about the personal thing facing you, you yourself, facing your mind. And about the mind, about he's talking about the body and the mind. So that means he teach about the content. And Keizan Zenji was taught about that. Then he was teach, his teaching is about the, for the public, for the assembly. That means he teach the context. You know, the content and context getting together, that is our thought of them. And that sort of them is not only stay in Japan now, and it coming across the sea and going to abroad up outside of Japan. And maybe last time or before I told in here about the last year, 2021 was a sort of them in North America's 100th anniversary was last year. And this year we have a ceremony in Los Angeles in May. And other, con other countries, yeah, there's 120 years of these teaching activities was going on in South America and Hawaii. Then, next year is the 700th anniversary of uh, Keizan Zenji. So we have, we have a main celebration ceremonies in Sojiji next April in next year. So, we have uh, more than one year to have a celebration. So if you have a chance, please go to the Sojiji next April. And maybe, I'm not sure yet, but our office call you to make a tour. We are thinking to have a tour to the ceremony, to the Sojiji. And definitely I will call you. So please join them. If you have a chance. But anyway, this year we have a preliminary, before the main ceremony, this year we have a preliminary celebration ceremonies for Keizan Zenji in May in Los Angeles. And when that time we will have another 100th anniversary ceremony and also the, this year we will publish the English version of Shobo Genzo, 
the, I mean, uh, the, from Japanese headquarters. And we have, we, we have been working over the 25 years to work on the book. And this March, finally, we will published. And we will have a symposium about the Shobo Genzo in May in Los Angeles. So in May, there's many, many things in uh, Los Angeles. The date is the 27th and 28th of May in the Little Tokyo. So I will send the invitation. Maybe in March. So please join us for the celebration. Thank you for today. I'm sorry for too short talk and I'm sorry for the this lack of English vocabulary. But uh, I hope you understand what the Keizan Zenji is. Then when you chant or when you see the altar, please remember Keizan Zenji. Next year is the 700th anniversary. Thank you very much. Is there any question? Yes. We read the Genko uh, Roku or the transmission of a lamp, I think it's called. Yes, this one. Yes, actually, this one is the it, you can you can find from Hawaii published Hawaii University published website, and this is then Koroku. And uh, yes, actually, this is our book. Yes, was did he write anything else? Was that his? main claim to fame, the Denko Roku, or does he have other public publications? At the moment, maybe you can find some from Keizan Zenji, but uh, this is only published officially from us. And actually, in Denko Roku, my, every time I talk, I, end of the talk, every time I'm saying, the life is not good as you hope, but not bad as you think. <laughs> Actually, this word is there in here. In here, but not say that, in that, in the book, they say it, Kezan Zenji said, do not, while pointlessly heeding only the flaws, stop another person's gate, forget the jewel in the interior of the house of your own self. You know, at that time, the, when the, if the, someone, someone's gate is big, that means rich. And in the winter, you know, that, that was the gate was all the time, so there's snow and uh, ice frost in the gate means that gate is big. But he said, don't look at that, please look at your home. There's more treasure in your home. And I, I had this 
the world, I was thinking, yeah, the life is not good as you wish, but not good as you think. So this is a good word. And the, so if you have a chance, please see them. Thank you very much, Reverend Ito. Um, and thank you for working in this strange language. <laughs> uh, you, you said um, uh, Dogen provided the content yes. and um, uh, in case on the context. Could you say a little bit more about that? Yes. I'm talking about Dogen. Yeah, he, his teaching is more in a personal and more philosophical. And Dogen's teaching is the if you if someone wants to do in a home, maybe some most of them you can in your home. But you know, Sangha is the that Sangha or temple is the the Praise you do the Dogen Zenji's teaching in a realistic. You know, spending the time with someone and spending the, you know, living the living with others. In that case, the Dogen's teaching is more functional. You know, where with the thinking. You know, to the to meet the person, to spend the time with the person. Dogen's teach is more get benefit to you. So, but if you, if someone had only Dogen's teach, you know, they keep thinking, 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 but they never, never coming realistic. Come to realistic, you know. The sangha or Zen is the if you spend the time with someone, that time the Zen is more getting realistic in your heart, in your inside of you. So the Dogen, Dogen Zenji having the, the bring the teaching, Soto Zen teaching from China, and Keizan Zenji getting get them to realistic. So that's why I'm I said Dogen Zenji teach the content and Kezan Zenji make not make but Kezan Zenji teach the context. Between so, among the Sangha. Yes. So the Sangha is the so important to the Zen and for yourself. Yeah, that is. Reverend Ito, we really enjoyed reading the Denko Roko when we were uh, studying it. Uh, I think it's been two years, three years now, but one of the wonderful things I remember about our study and your um, 
comments about Sangha and the benefits of Sangha is that after we read one of the stories of one of the ancestors with the closing poem from at the end, members of our group then composed our own poem in response to that story. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I've collected those poems because I found them so helpful to hear the response and the input and the insights of my Dharma brothers and sisters yeah. in that. It made that, that study, I think, so rich. So I thank you for bringing up the issue of Sangha. To me, that was a, a very uh, important example mm -hmm. of Sangha enriching the teaching. Yeah, then when the when when we have you know Shinto Aoyamaroshi, she is the abbot of nuns monastery in Japan. And she she said that in the Sangha or monast monastery lights, you know, people and people, person and person into the water, into the river. And hitting each other, hitting each other, hitting each other, then coming round, round, round. Then after the every locks getting round and they never hit each other, just moving, moving, moving. So maybe the poem, yeah, is going to be a, the, the word, yeah, poem, I think. I was also intrigued by the comment that um, to Oscar mentioned. I didn't actually, Oscar, help me understand what you're saying. Um, I thought you were saying actually that there was something important about merging the the content mm. and the context. And um, oh, recently I saw, I heard. Uh, I read something in uh, Zen's story, and, and, and it said that this master, uh, I forget which master, but he taught, he said about him, he taught, in, always taught in accord with the occasion. You know, so, so uh, I think maybe what I'm hearing is that, that um, Kazan um, uh, looked at, Japanese society at that time, and he wanted to teach in accord with where people were at. Mm -hmm. uh, not so much. Uh, he, he wanted to. He wanted to uh, <laughs> liberate the teaching from the monastery. <laughs> you know, bring it out uh, and, and spread it around. Yeah. Uh, and uh, make the context wider. Mm -hmm. uh, he had all this wonderful content. Uh, mm -hmm. But it was, you know, Dogen is not so easy, you know, to to understand, or you have to spend lots and lots of time with Dogen. Yeah. And uh, maybe it sounds like what Kazan's genius was is is to is to spread it around and make it more make it uh, make it uh, fit uh, with a broader society. And 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 as you say, you mm -hmm. know, now we see 
you know, of the Soto Zen monasteries, 13,000 of the 15,000 are the ones that, you know, follow Kazan's teaching. So that, yeah, I think the Kazan Zenji is the greatest, I think greatest point is he's making the context, Mm -hmm. the environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and, and as you say, uh, you know, the gender equality thing would have been yeah. probably, I mean, something that Dogen actually Dogen did bring actually, out too, yeah, did, too, but he brought it out into the world more. Yes. And uh, that was probably somewhat revolutionary at the time, mm-hmm. I would think. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You, you gave this quote, life is not as good as you wish, but not as bad as you think. Is that Kazan's? Uh, no, that is my word. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, good. But you're... actually, the, I got this idea from Kazan Zenji's word. Yeah, and which is do not while pointlessly heeding only the frost atop another person's gate. Forget the jewel in the interior of the house of your own self. Hmm. Well, I, did, I, did, I didn't quite get all of that mm-hmm. one, but I was just wondering then, with your, your words, uh, is think the operative word there? As bad as you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exact. It's like uh, you know, if like if you, many people want their happy outside of their mind, but you already have it. That is the the meaning of my word. So many times people easy to forget that, and uh, that, and also on the other hand, I said you already have it. That means sometimes people are not using them. You know, they know they have it, but they don't know how to use it. So if you think about more insight of you, maybe you can, you know, you can make more function of them in you. Can you understand that? Can you understand? You you already have it, but sometimes you doesn't know how to use it or how to Yeah, how to use it. So don't worry about that. You already have it. Just you don't know how to use it. Thank you. So. Yeah, 
one question. Yeah. If people want to, if people want to send Donna, I think your your address is sixteen nineteen Laguna. We're we're about to put that in the chat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll be putting it in the chat for the Zoom folks as well. Well, yeah, but what about for here? Okay. She's on. Okay. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for today. And see you soon. You can't end, actually. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, so if you want to mail Donna, you send it to the Soto Zen Buddhism International Center at 1691 Laguna Street, San Francisco, 94115. Should I say it again? 1691 Laguna Street, San Francisco, 94115, the Soto Zen Buddhism International Center. Thank you very much.